Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I invented glasses. This week, I become the voice in your head that appears when you go to bed at night. Are you stupid? Yeah, that's the topic for today. Uh, I don't have coffee today. I have Gatorade. Uh, it's a bit late when I'm recording this because writing this script yesterday had a lot of things to do. It ended up being pretty late when I went to bed. And by late, I mean it was like 11 o'clock. It was a for me, that's that's pretty rough. As you know, I'm an egotistical maniac. Uh, my arrogance knows no bounds, but of course, it's not arrogance. I genuinely just know everything, of course. Except for everything involved in my college major, of course. It's sad. I just said, of course, like five times. Anyways, arrogance has been uh, or had been a pretty fun experience in my life. I've definitely been on the more pretentious, condescending side of things ever since uh, over the course of my life, um, definitely verbally. And it's fluctuated in terms of belief, meaning that I talk all the time like I'm an egotistical maniac. It's how I talk. I call you dumb in the title of my shows. I say that I know everything, uh, you know, every other sentence because I do. And, uh, and I talk like a pretentious jerk. Actually, there was a time uh, or a point in time about a year or a year and a half ago, I was toiling with the idea. Do I just do I talk like a pretentious and condescending a-hole? Wow. What a revelation. Well, this is crazy. What a thought that I, I could speak like this. And I, I was wondering, you know, is it true or am I being too hard on myself? I don't know. And so a few days later, I kid you not, I was talking to one of my friends and they said to me, why does this camera feel so zoomed in today? Enormous today. So maybe my head just got bigger, which is which is a great, <laughs> a great parallel to what we're talking about here. But Anyways, I was talking to one of my friends, and uh, he, they're an aspiring lawyer. They said to me, Mashnor, well, they call me Pixel, so Pixel, you're extremely pretentious and condescending when you talk. I made them frustrated over a conversation that I don't even, I don't remember what it was about. But after that, they said, you know, that's what they said. Uh, I laughed, and it definitely confirmed my suspicion about being an egotistical uh, maniac. <laughs> uh, the question then was, well, if you know this, why don't you, you know, not talking about myself here? And so after my buddy told me that, I asked myself, do I want to not talk like that? Uh, and I thought, no, it, it's it's hilarious. It is so absolutely funny. I, of course, I want to continue to talk like that. Why would I not want to talk like that? And, you know, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, and there's not too many people that hate interacting with me. I think at least so uh, hopefully it's because people know that I don't actually believe that or believe the things I'm saying about knowing everything and etc. But that's why I'll tell you this personal tale of my journey through ego. Uh, I started with my actual or with me actually being an egomaniac. It was it was great from the ages of around 11 to 13. I was more I was more or less the most technically smart person that I spent time with. I did hang around college students. Of course, they were smarter than me. But in terms of my age group, other than the one or two people, I was most academically advanced, at least. Uh, and boy, did, although I might not have said it out loud, I really believed it. I felt like I was a genius and everyone else was an absolute idiot. It was 
it was incredible. Around 11 and 12, I also started thinking more and more about life, so I got more and more pretentious and condescending. The more I thought about life, the more I thought, wow, no other person thinks about this. They don't know the truth like I do. I'm too clever for society, and this is why I'll never be happy. It's also called being a depressed and edgy teenager, but you know, that's what I was, and it was quite the time. Uh, I will say that during this time of being a complete and utter a-hole egoist, I was probably the smartest I ever was. My capacity to understand information quickly was immense. As I became more and more humble, I did indeed get a little bit slower until here I am today. An absolute idiot. Um, <laughs> but that's skipping a few steps. We want to give you the full story. You, you like these new glasses? They're a little bit more anti-reflective than the other ones. So now you can see my eyes, which are pitch black. So it's not like there's much to see there. But yeah. Anyways, skipping a few steps, the next stage was when I was 14, I went to high school, a new high school, a different town, and the kids were much smarter than my older town, also quite a lot less racist, which, uh, that was nice. Uh, <laughs> but the smarter thing was also a bit humbling, more so by force than by me growing as a person. I just realized, wow, there's a lot of people that are smarter than me. But you know what I still had? My life philosophies that I just knew for a fact were true and no one else thought about life like I thought about life. So I'm still better than everyone and I'm still the most clever person in the room, at least in terms of life, if nothing else. Then I turned 15 and I had some AP classes and I met hyper geniuses, uh, people that have their brains bigger than their heads, people who didn't plug their laptop into the wall, they just plugged it in themselves to charge it. These people have more neurons than there are sta stars in the sky, and some of them thought about life sometimes. But me being me, I still knew that although I might have worse grades, read slower, and generally was worse at everything compared to them, great time. I knew more about life because I've been thinking about all of this for a very long time. And of course, I was right. If I was wrong, then, you know, wouldn't the world just fall apart? How could I, how could me be wrong? And that like split the crust of the earth, the, the super volcano in Yosem Yosemite might explode even, which if that happened, the world would end. Fun fact, the lava would be enough to cover like a third of America. The second third would get covered in, uh, I don't remember, it was, it was more lava or like, the, oh, or the lava would just keep spreading, yeah, and it would just cover the second third. And then the ash that the volcano produced would be so absolutely massive that it would circulate in the atmosphere and probably kill a bunch of other people. Fun. <laughs> Anyways, at 16, I started to learn a lot more about ego and the self, and I also hit uh, samadhi. Samadhi is temporary enlightenment. I was meditating in a small park with a small creek, and over that creek, or through that creek, was a tiny, tiny, uh, like, or over, yeah, over that creek was a tiny, like, literally just like a two, like two steps bridge. And I sat on that bridge and I meditated one day. I got super, super lucky and I reached enlightenment for just a moment. I wish I could describe how it felt to you, but it was truly an ineffable experience.
The words to describe it simply do not exist. It's outside of language. And this experience, as well as learning more about ego, I went around saying I had no ego. And for sure, my ego had depleted at this point. It genuinely, it genuinely was much, much smaller compared to when I thought I knew everything and I was better than everyone. I learned that I was no better nor worse than anyone. I simply was. And everyone simply was. The trees, the cows, the grass, cats, the dogs, people, everyone had everyone and everything is the same nothing is more nothing is less nothing is better nothing is worse all simply is and in the sea of existence although we may be our own drops and a drop analyzed without reference is its own but at the end of the day we all make up the same big sea of consciousness yeah i think i think the acid is kicking in there i'm I'm just i'm going wild here Uh, so that so that would be that right uh no ego, GG, move on, uh, go next. If only I had, you know, if only. I still had a few desires. Uh, my desire to be an engineer. I desire to be enlightened. I desire to buy a sure SM7B. Uh, desire is a facet of the ego, of the self. I learned this at 19. So three years after 16, I realized that I, I fell into the trap of ha- of the ego, oh crap, of having the ego of no ego. There we go. Uh, now, however, admittedly, though I may, though it may be minor, uh, it exists mostly due to my desires, my desire to succeed in school, my desire to make my friends laugh, my desire to become a famous podcaster. Uh, please share this podcast with your friends, by the way. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, I am in the self-help category, like we always say, Uh, and this is about being stupid, not egotistical. I hope you enjoyed my story, though. Uh, In the self-help category, we talk about confidence and strength and standing naked in front of the mirror and telling yourself you have a big pee-pee or big boobs. We don't discriminate here. Uh, But here, this is the thing about being stupid. Some people say that no one's stupid and it's fine and you just have to work hard and you'll be great and a genius if you just read the right amount of books. Uh, Albert Einstein will come back to life and come listen to your lecture. Uh, We'll talk about what intelligence depends on in a moment. But for now, I think it's pretty easy to say that, yes, there are stupid people and there are the people that I knew when I was 15 and know today. I know a couple of geniuses and talking them talking to them makes me feel bad uh, because whether I like it or not, they are smarter than me by 1 million factorial times 69 to the nth power as n approaches infinity. The question is then, are you dumb? Uh, For me, the answer is an astounding Kinda. (laughs) See, I'm an electrical and computer engineering student. I really appreciate and love math for what it is. Mathematics makes up our entire world, really. If you're younger and you're sitting in math class saying, when am I ever going to use this in the real world? Uh, When you learn basic equations, and then you say it even more when you're learning about the unit circle and derivatives. All of those things actually are used all the time, constantly, a lot, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me tell you, I can I speak from experience. Uh, you're listening to this on some sort of device, a speaker, a phone, a computer, all of those things. In order to make them, we require a level of math that most of us cannot fathom. It's insane. And that's just for electrical and computer engineering. The math that goes into fluid dynamics for mechanical engineering, the math that goes into making sure planes can fly in aerospace engineering, the math that goes into uh, or that goes into making the best materials for your technology in material science engineering. Engineering is entirely math. So but just a BTW, here's a pro tip. If you want to be an engineer, 
study math. Just, 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 just practice math. Con- just pr- a lot of math. Just do a bunch of math. <laughs> That's how you'll succeed. I once thought that physics was applied math, and it is, but engineering is even more so. And for everyone saying that engineering is based on physics, shut up. Uh, the point, though, uh, enough about me nerding uh, over how an asymptote works and how in Jujutsu Kaisen, Gojo's power is literally the power of, uh, you know, the limit as X approaches infinity. Uh, the reason I'm dumb, kinda, as much as I joke and I say that I'm dumb all the time, uh, I know that's not completely the case. In terms of my understanding of psychology, rhetoric, neurology, biology, a bit of marketing, uh, and uh, yes, life, uh, and, and of course, sleep. Um, it's really good, especially considering these aren't the things I formally study in school. I'm just very good at it. Uh, however, none of these come into play for what I want to do, engineering. So for my major, where it actually matters, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty dumb. Uh, of course, I don't want to waste my talent completely. Although I don't want to be a doctor, I do enjoy doing research, learning, thinking, and putting those things that I'm really good at understanding into content through this podcast and my YouTube channel. Please share this with your friend. You know, I have the mic a little bit more upwards today because I thought it would help. My, I was staticking so much last episode. And so hopefully this helps. So as always, the answer to any question that we ask on this podcast, uh, in this case, are you dumb? is that it depends. Uh, What's your frame of reference? Are you good at what you're doing and what you want to do? And let's not say that stupidity or intelligence is dependent simply based on the raw quantity of knowledge you have. With time, anyone can accumulate however much knowledge about anything. That doesn't matter. Rather, intelligence, we can say, is much more about your capacity and the speed at which you can pick up, understand, or get good at something, uh, as the gamers say. Um, within three, With three weeks of practice, I can understand a mathematic concept. However, I would say I'm dumb because my friends uh, take two to three days to understand and be able to successfully use and manipulate that same concept. So why is it important to understand whether or not you are or aren't dumb? Well, really, it's just understanding how much work you need to put in. Using the math concept example I just gave, I know that since I'm dumb, I need to work harder than my friends in order to achieve similar results. Unfortunately, I cannot beat raw talent, so I won't be. I, I won't beat my friends. I want to pass, uh, but it's important to know that you know, what difficulty you're playing the game on. Um, if you're playing the game on nightmare mode and you're acting like you're playing on easy mode because your extremely smart friend sleeps through class and still gets 100s, and you think that you can do that. Sorry to burst your bubble here, but if you can't do that and act like you can do that, you will fail and really and feel really bad about it at this after you fail. If you recognize and get that you're playing the game on a harder difficulty, then you know then you know that you have to put in more work. Is it fair? Maybe not, but that's life. And you don't need this podcast to tell you that life isn't fair. That's a lesson we've all probably learned at some point or another. Uh, whatever your happy or sad or depressing story there is. Um, and so the piece I will give you, is, though, that is that kicking and screaming and being an annoying brat about things aren't fair. It's, it's not fair to me. It's not fair to anyone that has to listen to you complain. Okay, no one wants to hear you whine. God is not going to take his hand and change the world because you're yelling. All right. All right. Don't be a baby and deal with it, okay? Do I ever feel a bit bad uh, at how my friends are better than me and it's not fair that I work much more efficiently than them? I generally 
don't feel bad, actually, very rarely. Uh, right before I fall asleep, maybe, though, maybe that little demon comes up and tells me, yeah, life isn't fair. Sucks, doesn't it, you dummy? <laughs> and yeah, you're gonna feel bad sometimes. What do you want me to tell you? Don't whine. Yeah. But I won't tell you not to feel bad. It sucks. Honestly, it, it really does. Uh, I wish that I could believe that hard work can always match talent, but it just can't. Not all the time, at least. Anyways, after you have answered that question and realized that, yes, you are indeed dumb, and of course you are, I mean, we're, we're all self-deprecating, hate ourselves losers here, aren't we? No, no, we're not. No. And if you hate yourself, stop it. You're not, you're not good enough to hate. So, uh, stop wasting your energy. Yeah. That's a way to be motivational. eh? Uh, After you know the answer, you know that either you choose a different thing you want to do, possibly like I have considered many a times, or you work harder. So if you are dumb at say electrical engineering, you can think about, okay, well, maybe I should switch to some other thing. Maybe if I'm good at biology, I can do bio, bio, biological systems engineering or something. Um, you know, you can switch and that's fine if that's what you want to do. Uh, don't let talent or, you know, if you, if you really want to do something, e.g. electrical engineering, uh, and you think that your talent isn't there and it's harder for you than it is for other people, don't let talent, uh, don't let capacity tell you what, you know, what you can and can't do. If you have eyes, if you can read, you can study, you can get better, you can practice. And this is assuming academics for sports or for something physical. uh, The genetic talent for sports or physical activity is a bit, a lot more insurmountable uh, than uh, the talent uh, for intellect. Um, this method works more for mental things like academic, academics and creativity. So if, you, if you're not talented at, say, basketball and your dream is to join the NBA, sorry, but with how hard you work, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Unfortunately, there's going to be people that are both talented and work as hard as you. And so those people have a leg up and they always will. And it's unfortunate, but you just can't do anything without that talent until science or biology gets to the point where we can, you know, just give you magic genetical changes, uh, epigenetics as we call it. But Also, a last note here, if by chance you are the person that sleeps through class and gets 100s, if you realize that you're the person playing the game on easy mode, if you're listening to me, you're probably not a terrible person, so I'm going to ask a favor. If that's you, please lend a hand to anyone that asks for help. If your game is so easy, help someone out who's playing a harder mode. Be the figurative let's player. You'll feel good. They'll get help. It's a win-win. Uh, be a lad and help us idiots out. Yeah, I have some friends that help me out pretty often. Uh, it means the world. Uh, I would be absolutely and utterly screwed without them. I, I actually don't know if I have time for the last topic, uh, which would be fine. I wouldn't mind moving it to another episode. Yeah, I think that I'm going to save this because I this is this is fairly long. I was going to talk about uh, in, intelligence and how it depends on genetics and such. Uh, anyways, uh, we'll, we'll call it there then. Uh, 
and maybe if I like edit this, I realize that I don't have enough time. I like come back and, and, and record that last piece. Who knows? Uh, that is all though for this episode of Seriously Funny. I'm about to fall asleep writing the script. I, I really was, but it, you know, it, it was late. It, I, when I finished writing the script, it was like 1030, uh, which is an hour and a half past my bedtime. I, I won't be meditating or I didn't meditate yesterday. It was a sad time. You know, you gotta, you missed out on some things there, but Regardless, it's been two weeks since I personally spoke to you, though you didn't miss me last week. Uh, sorry for the static in the last episode in the microphone. I, uh, I'm not sure what caused that. I'll be upgrading my microphone soon, hopefully. Uh, that doesn't, uh, so, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen again, though. Uh, Ian Dior released his album, finally, uh, On to Better Things, and it was pretty good. It was a pretty calm album, actually. Not very loud, like his earlier music. I really liked it. I've been listening to it a lot my favorite is probably heartbreaker i do miss the old sound though i hope he releases more music with different genres this one was a mix of pop and punk it's much better than his second album i'm gone i'm not sure if i'd put it above industry plant though i really liked industry plant i have also watched season one the oad the spin-off and part one of season two of the time i got reincarnated as a slime it's one of the most well-known isekai anime and for a reason it's incredible. I, I love it. Like it's, it's it's popular for a reason. It's really good. Um, it's super funny, uh, which is its main selling point, but the action is great, and the plot, in especially in the second season, is encapsulated. And the first season is mostly just for fun, and it's it's a good time. The second season, a little bit more, like there's an actual plot and an actual thing that's like, oh, wow, this is this is something I care about and that I'm not just going to laugh at, although it's still funny, but I, I highly, I highly recommend it. Uh, the action's great, plot great. Uh, I highly, highly recommend. Great watch. Uh, school is going pretty horrible. It's extremely and absolutely hard. My courses this semester are abysmal. It's gonna, it is going to suck, but uh, you know, we're, we're trying to do our, uh, we're trying to do our best. I also had to skip a week. Uh, I had to not go to school for a week because, uh, my family, my younger brother and decided to get, uh, decided to get the Rona. I healthy. I did not catch it. We're good here. Uh, my immune system and that booster shot, they're doing incredible work. But yeah, all the courses I have this semester, absolutely terrible and are going to eat me. So hopefully uh, we survive. Uh, but I'll end it here before I pass out on my keyboard, which while I was writing the script, I, I was I was really about to. But yeah, I love you. Thank you for listening. Uh, hit the buttons, of course. I will talk at you next week. Uh, peace.